Hello, this is the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Every day I bring you news headlines from Sri Lanka. If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Today is Tuesday, 18th of May 2021. Starting off with the headlines of the Daily Mirror. It says that the officials refuse to admit that there is community spread of the COVID-19 virus, saying that the situation is currently under control. The National Operations Centre for the Prevention of the COVID-19 outbreak yesterday announced that countrywide travel restrictions will be enforced from 11 p.m. on this Friday to 4 a.m. on coming Tuesday. The restrictions will once again come into effect from 11 p.m. on Tuesday to 4 a.m. on the following Friday. The restrictions will prevent any movement on Vesak Poya Full Moon Poya Day which falls on the 26th of May. Health officials yesterday said that the government has not yet decided to permit home care for asymptomatic patients. COVID-19 patients will be directed to the treatment or intermediate care center closest to them. Following a meeting of the COVID-19 task force yesterday, the health ministry issued a statement on key decisions taken regarding the COVID-19 situation in the country. The island reports that according to the statement all patients will be transferred to a treatment center or intermediate care center closest to them. Lanka Deepa also reports that the PHI's union has stated that the numbers of death would increase if the government decides to allow treatment for COVID-19 patients at home. Samagi Janabel Balavega national organizer and parliamentarian Tissa Aktanayake yesterday called on the government to allow the private sector to import covid-19 vaccines which have been approved for use he suggested that the private sector could inoculate its staff if permitted to import vaccines adding and he also added that it would help ease the burden on the government meanwhile the health promotion bureau director dr dinesh koggalage said that people gathering in large numbers at vaccination centers pose a threat of a vaccine center coronavirus cluster emerging in the country Responding to a question raised by government MP Premalal Jayasekara who is serving a death sentence and pointed out that the, that the congestion in prisons has led to the spike in covid-19 cases within the prisons health minister Pavitra Vanyarachi today assured that immediate action will be taken to prevent the spread of covid-19 within prisons The cabinet of ministers will gather for a special meeting this evening to discuss to discuss the Supreme Court recommendations on the legality and constitutionality of the Port City Economic Commission bill. The ministers will gather for the meeting at 6 p.m. chaired by President Gotabe Rajapaksa where the Supreme Court recommendations will be discussed following which a further announcement is expected to be made. The Supreme Court has determined that certain sections of the Port City Economic Commission bill is inconsistent with the constitution Speaker Mahinda Yappa Abeyvadana announced today. He said according to the Supreme Court determination certain clauses of the bill could be approved with a special majority in parliament and by the people at a referendum. The Daily News reports that according to the Committee on Public Finance chairman Anurupriya Darshana Yappa The first project of the Colombo port city with an investment of 100 billion US dollars is to be implemented in two phases. 
Accordingly, the first phase of the establishment of this International Financial Centre, which is scheduled to be completed in 2025, will consist of an international-grade high-rise office tower, two high-end residential towers, and a retail podium. A relevant order for recruitment of employees has been presented under the Strategic Development Projects Act. Accordingly, 75% of unskilled workers, skilled workers, and higher-level employees will be recruited locally. The Daily FT reports that the Parliamentary Select Committee appointed to identify the, short, the shortcomings in the existing election system and laws met for the first time in Parliament yesterday under the chairmanship of Leader of the House and Foreign Minister Dinesh Gunawardhana. The role of this special parliamentary committee is to identify reforms related to election laws and the electoral system and to recommend necessary amendments in this regard. Sri Lankan Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa yesterday said that the Palestinian people's legitimate right to statehood must be upheld amidst escalating tension between Palestine and Israel, which had claimed many lives in recent weeks. Premier Rajapaksa said that apart from causing much harm and misery to the people living within the territories concerned, including the deaths of many children, this is a conflict that has the potential to spill over into the neighbouring regions thus igniting a conflagration that would have catastrophic consequences for the entire world. Moving on to Japan now, amidst growing condemnation and pressure over the recent death of a Sri Lankan woman in Japanese immigration custody, the Japanese government today dropped a draft revision to the Japanese Immigration Control and Refugee Recognition Act, which proposed forcible deportation and criminalization of those who are applying for refugee status in Japan for the third time. Three websites, including that belonging to the Health Ministry, the Rajarata University of Sri Lanka, and the Sri Lankan Embassy in Beijing, were reportedly hacked this morning by an organization called, calling itself the Tamil Elam Cyber Force, the Computer Emergency Readiness Team Coordination Center said. Former TNA parliamentarian K. Thurey Ratnasingham passed away at the age of 80 while undergoing treatment for COVID-19 at the Kanthale Hospital. Amending the restraining order issued preventing the Mulevaikkal commemoration, Mulethi magistrate Lenin Kumar said that Mulevaikkal commemoration could be held under two conditions. Accordingly, the commemoration can be held without violating quarantine laws and that terrorist leaders or a terrorist organization should not be remembered in public. The order was issued considering a motion filed by a group of group including attorney at law Anton Ponindanayagam and former Mulethu provincial councillor Raviharan. Previously, the police had obtained the restraint uh, order against 32 persons who were preparing to organize the commemoration near the Mulevaikal beach or near the monument. According to the Army Commander General Shavindra Silva, three police areas in the Mulethu district were placed under isolation with effect from 11 pm yesterday. Mulethu, Putikuriripu, and Mulevelli police areas were isolated until further notice. Lankadipa reports that a stone tablet and several other archaeological finds have been made at the Man- Manakulam Reserve in Wabunia. Daily FT reports that private sector credit in March rose by a record 112 billion rupees, reaffirming private sector appetite to stay in business 
and grow amidst COVID-induced challenges. According to the central bank, bank exact credit to private sector as at March 2021 stood at 6.388 trillion rupees, up 7.5% from a year earlier and 1.8% from February 2021. The island reports that according to the World Bank, digitalization is the way forward for Sri Lanka to transform into a technology-based society. The report said that the government of Sri Lanka has demonstrated its commitment to accelerate digital transformation. In order to reap the benefits of digital technologies, the country now needs to ensure that access to high-speed and affordable internet is available to all citizens, including in remote areas of the country and across income groups and gender. It also needs to ensure that the right policies, laws and regulatory frameworks are in place to protect the security, data and rights of all, all, especially the vulnerable. Chairman of the National Movement for Social Justice and former speaker Karujai Surya yesterday ap- appealed to all Sri Lankans to unite as one and move away from engaging in politics based on hatred and revenge as the entire country has been pushed into a major crisis amidst a surging pandemic. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sri Lanka News Podcast. If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast.